American football in Finland. That's how good he is. That's definitely the best offensive player. He could play receiver, quarterback, or running back if he needed to. Try to make them have a run game, which we know that they really don't have. I like to say he's kind of like, he kind of does like he's playing Madden when it comes to the playoffs. He starts doing a lot of weird stuff that you think can only happen on video games, and he gets away with it. But he ain't better. But in my opinion, he ain't better than Jabari Harris. I'll take Jabari Harris all day. Put that on the podcast, too. American football in Finland. The voice in your ears right now is Perfect Purpose, and this is American football in Finland. First-time listeners, welcome to the show. Hope you enjoy brutally honest football analysis and opinions because I'm all out of bullshit. Returning followers and AFF faithful, you know what it is, T-I-F. Today on the show, going in a different direction, I got me a natural-born Finnish expert of the football sport, uh, Marianne Constant. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me back again. What up, everyone? It's good to have you back on the show. Uh, today, we're going to do a full recap and analysis of the Helsinki Roosters, you know, the best team in Finland. We're going to see what they've done so far at the halfway point of the Maple Leaf season. So let's just get right into it. Marianne, tell us about the Helsinki Roosters. The Helsinki Roosters, if we go by the numbers, uh, their team stats are scoring 275 points made, 81 given which makes it 55 points in a game, given 16.2, which is first in both. Total yardage is average is 496.8 made and given 273, again, first in both. Third down conversion, 45% and given 28, which is first in the made and second in the given percentage. Fourth town conversions is 62. That is way up there. And given only 12, which is yet again, first in both. Turnover margin plus five, which is six interceptions and three fumbles, first in both. And red zone, 23 out of 26. That makes 88.5%. And given only um, Seven out of 11, which is 63.6 first in both again. I'm very surprised. The LCQ Roosters are first in all statistical team categories. <laughs> Except third down conversion given their second. Ah, oh, damn. Oh, my I can't God. Believe the Roosters oh are second on something. What are you doing? <laughs> it's not hard to guess who is on the number one in the. In the leaderboard at the moment, which is Helsinki Roosters. Um, Who are these players putting up these top stats for the Roosters? Well, let's start with the brains of the offense, which is Brandon Kanat, the quarterback. 60.6% completions and 1,606 total yards, which makes it 321.2 yards per game. 25 touchdowns. And that is 202.15 efficiency. Not bad. So Brandon has 175 rush yards, which is 6.2 per try and four touchdowns. First in Maple League in all passing categories. 
second leading rusher on team number nine in the league. He is a weapon. Then let's move on to Adam Connect, wide receiver. 42 catches, 580 yards, which means 13.8 yards per catch. 11 touchdowns and 116 yards per, per game. Excuse my English. Um, kick returns is 22.3 yards average. League leader in receptions, yards, touchdowns, and yards per game. Then next next weapon in the wide receiver category is Kimilin Nanma. 16 catches, 352 yards, which means 22 yards per catch, eight touchdowns, and 88 yards per game. League leader in average in catches, number three in um, catches, touchdowns in the league, and number four in total catches in yards and yards per game in the league. And then Alexander Vasiliev, another wide receiver, 12 catches, 232 yards per game, and that is 19 yards per catch, two touchdowns, and 77.3 yards per game. Okay, let's move on to the defensive side. Let's take number two, Curtis Slater, defensive back. He has massed 28 tackles, five tackles for losses, 12.2 punt return yards average, five pass breakups, and three in the interceptions. He leads in tackles, leads team in tackles, Let's get that straight. Number one in passes defensed in the league, which is eight. Two interceptions in the league. Number two in interceptions in the league. Number two tackles for losses in the league. Number three punt return average in the league. And number four tackles in the league. And then another defensive back, Nico Kuika. 23.3 tackles, one sack and two interceptions. Second on the team in tackles. Number three in receptions in the league and number seven tackles in the league. Tony Ahonen, defensive line. 11 tackles, five tackles for losses and three sacks. Number one in sacks in the league and num number two in tackles for losses in the league. Then let's move on to Okko Odinen, another defensive lineman. 9.3 tackles, 5 tackles for losses, and 2.5 sacks. Number 2 in the sacks in the league, and number 2 tackles for losses in the league. So then we got two linebackers. Let's start with Sami Toivonen. 15.5 tackles, 3 tackles for losses, 1 forced fumble, and 1 block. Santu Aurabainen, 13.5 tackles, 2 tackles for losses, and 3 pass breakups. So that is all the key player stats that we have. 10 guys rocking it on the field. What about some of the stuff people might not be able to just look up and find? Tell us a little bit more about the Roosters. Something interesting about the Roosters that you might not find on a first Google Drive. Average home a game attendance, it's 565. Roosters have scored more points in the first quarter, which is 101 points, than they have allowed all season, which is 81. That is crazy. That is crazy, people. 
I want to add in there, like, it's also crazy that they actually scored 88 points in their last game, which is I more know. than And half time they took their starters away. So yeah, they, they scored more in that one game than they've allowed the entire season. I know. That is crazy, people. <laughs> and Roosters, uh, most all-purpose yards, 777, was against the Corpia Steelers in week five. Brandon Kennett has not thrown an interception through 158 attempts. You just jinxed him. I know it. You just I know. Their Brandon, next game is again. Game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brandon. Um, the Roosters average 69 offensive plays per game. That's a lot of plays. Well, that means a lot of points, but there we go. Uh, the Roosters are 100% on four down attempts in the first quarter. Like these guys, they start well and they have time. They can just put like the young kids on the field. Yeah, they do that a lot too. They don't have to put the starters in like the four four whole quarters. So that is key to success. And then when we have Ock Odinen has had a minimum of one tackle for loss in every game this season. That that's, guy is a beast. That's impressive because I've talked to people earlier about how the fact that a lot of quarterbacks aren't really being sacked this year and people mm -hmm. aren't making plays in the backfield because everyone's passing so much. So being able to make tackles for losses is almost like getting a damn sack nowadays. Yeah, and that guy is like, he's a beast. Like, you should never count out him and we're so lucky to have him on our national team coming the European Championships. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're in the middle of another awesome episode of AFF. Why am I interrupting you right now? Because I got bills to pay. American Football in Finland is a podcast for the people, by the people. And that means I need the people, aka you, the listeners, to become invested in AFF by becoming a patron. Becoming an AFF patron is pretty simple. Click the Become a Patron button on the Podbean app and decide how much you really love American football in Finland. If you like the show and want exclusive content, become a Level 1 supporter. A Level 1 supporter consists of donating $1 per month to the podcast. That's $12 a year for exclusive AFF content. Level 2 patrons are true AFF promoters. For donating $3 per month as a level 2 promoter, you not only get exclusive patron content, but I also throw in some free American football in Finland gear so you can show the world your support for AFF. Now, if you really ride with me in the AFF podcast, you can donate $5 per month and become a level 3 loyalist patron member. Level 3 loyalists get all the privileges of a promoter and a level 1 patron with the additional opportunity to become a guest speaker on American football in Finland. Loyalists don't just support the show, you are the show. But no matter the patron level you become, supporter, promoter, or loyalist, it'll be greatly appreciated because you, the listeners, will help make AFF the best damn podcast ever. So let's make American football in Finland great. Become a patron today. Let's actually get into the nitty-gritty of the Helsinki Roosters. Obviously, there's not a lot that can be said about the best team in Finland, 
But first thing I want to talk about, MK, is let's talk about the strengths. What are some of the strengths for the Helsinki Roosters? Their strength is that they're versatile. Like they're, they can pass the ball, they can run the ball. Brandon is a weapon that I don't think the Steelers counted on on week five. They didn't have to show that, and nobody probably knew that he can actually run that fast, and he's a power, powerful player, so he's very hard to stop when he gets on the move. So I'm just saying, like, their offense is super versatile, and the defense that can stop them, well, whatever that is, how can they stop them? Like, if I would have the answers, I would probably be a DC or a head coach <laughs> on some team. Because nobody has figured that out yet. So I don't think that you expect me to find out what is what is the key to winning the Roosters. <laughs> yeah, that's why they have so many strengths. I, I agree with you. Like, they have a lot of strengths. I wrote down that for their team strengths, it's pretty much everything. There's exactly. Not, there's not a lot they just don't do well. Uh, this offense doesn't turn over the ball. Um, they've yep. – they've, well, the starting group, I won't talk about the backups. They've thrown some interceptions and crap, but that's okay. But the starting group has only had one turnover, and that was just a bumbled snap by uh, Brandon Connett because yeah. as Superman as he is, that one low snap, man, that got him. That one, That's all it takes, one thing. That's the only negative I've ever seen Brandon Connett do this season is drop that ball. Yep. But, but that's a strength for them is that they don't turn the ball over and another thing that they do well is the Helsinki Roosters, they can put up a 50-burger any game if they want to. A lot of times they don't, but they can. I mean, they showed it when they of put course. up 88. Yeah, and th like I said, they switched their starters away on the halftime. But that's the thing. Like, if they would keep their starting offense on the field for the whole game, these games would be – the numbers would be totally different as they are now. A last strength that I want to talk about with the Roosters is that their defense on the defensive side with the the Roosters, their their secondary is the strength this year. Usually it's been the front, the defensive front or the linebackers making plays for them. But they've had I don't I don't want to say injuries per se, but they've lost some key players up front to for different reasons. So, but they brought in a very talented group in the secondary, and their finished corners are also very good. Both of the young Villa, Villiers, or Villiers, I can't, I can't pronounce the names. <laughs> yeah, no. I was about to say, like, these young kids coming in, like DBs and corners and stuff, like Vilha Babilan and Emily Duobin and Vilha Lembin and like all these young kids, like, they're playing with the best of them. And I'm they glad are that you're not here to pronounce their names correctly. Thank you. <laughs> so good. Well, I helped you out there. So <laughs> yeah, but what I was saying was that this secondary, they have the best secondary in the league, and they have a rotation of five to six DBs that who can play almost every position. You got Kojo Davis, who's playing corner and safety for those guys. Uh Nico Quika, who's also playing safety, but can be at an outside linebacker position. And then mm -hmm. obviously you have all these great cornerbacks. Marcus Pearson is an awesome one. Uh, you pronounce the Finnish guys' names, but the young Villio guys, one of those young DBs, I remember when they played against the uh, Saints and they got ahead, the Saints just tried to go at the young kid. And all he did was just keep making plays on the ball. Like this, I know. this secondary is that good that their backups are just, I'm not going to say just as good, but their backups are, are good enough to start on other teams in this league easily. 
Yeah, and they have the confidence to go against these main players of other teams' offense, like what, like white receivers and stuff. Like they don't, they're not afraid. Yeah. And that is something like being a young kid coming to the league. You might think that these young kids would feel is kind of like, okay, these are my seniors, blah blah blah. No, not at all. No mercy. These guys are going at it, and they're showing up, and they're actually making good plays, and and that shows on the field and the points. Okay, so let's let's try to try to keep it balanced. What are some of the weaknesses you have for the Helsinki Roosters? I'm not sure if it's a weakness. I'm just saying, like these guys haven't had a real battle since they played at the end of Vikings. Mm. Like just the thing that they haven't they haven't been tested, if you could say. Um, so I guess it could be that they're kind of start thinking they don't have to do too much on the field. Um, if that could be like a motivation type of thing, weakness. I'm sure the players don't love these 88-21 games either. Like I'm sure they would want to have a battle and find like a good match, matchup and stuff like that. So I'm just saying like these guys, like they don't have a weakness. I would say, like, like I said, if I would have the answer to that, I would probably be coaching next next, next season. season. Okay, y'all yeah. y'all heard it here first on, on AFF. If y'all need a coach next year, Marianne Conster is available. I'm ready. So she's ready. She's a free agent. She's on the market. Yeah. Um, the Roosters team is really good. It's probably the best in Europe, in my opinion, it is. But it has one major, one major weakness. The number one weakness of the Helsinki Roosters is – the fact that they do not get a thousand people to their home games—that's that a weakness. Is, well, that's a weakness. It'd be going down I, up there, man. They'd be having <laughs> wings. You be, uh, you got what is it? The Makara, the the gourmet burger truck now with the Parmesan cheese fries. I mean, they got the tea out there. I mean, it's always a good time. Why? If we talk about overall weakness, obviously the amount of people that they get on the field and the field itself. Let's not forget about Velodrome. Yeah, that 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 is the major weakness the team has and the organization has. Is the field like? It's just horrible. It's not suited for football. You cannot make a massive event in there. Um, Your like the construction is hindering you in every corner, every way. Uh, you can't do anything about it because it's um, protected. And, yeah. So if you look outside of the game weaknesses, attendance and the field, yeah. 100%. In the team, I can find Yeah, that's That's how good the Roosters are, that we have to start finding stuff outside of the field. Yeah. To say it's weaknesses. And the music. No offense, but the music <laughs> at the game is terrible. Oh, man. <laughs> y'all need to hit me up. I, I got a DJ for you, too. I got a DJ. Who oh, I can right. make a playlist. But, yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. It it just really is the same music year in, year out, game after game. Yeah. If those are the weaknesses we find for the organization, I think they're doing okay. Next thing to talk about is we're going to go talk a little bit more about the, the top players for the Roosters. I want yep. you to kind of tell me a couple of the players who you think are going to Make or well, obviously they're going to be winning. But who are some of the players who kind of make this team go and kind of control how they're going to play from week to week? Um, players, obviously, you have to say Brandon 
I've said it in the preseason. He is level-headed, cool as a cucumber um, when it comes to being on the field. Um, I've seen a little bit like um, him getting hit at this season, which is like something that I didn't see last season, um, talking smack on the field and stuff like that. So I guess he's coming out of his shell in a, in a bit. But, you listening um, to AFF so much, you know, he got a little bit of swagger to him. That's what it is. <laughs> we appreciate you, Brandon. Like he most definitely is someone who keeps the offense in control and focused and making points. Um, Adam Connett, they haven't played together before this, uh, wasn't it so? Except no, probably no. on backfield and stuff. The connection obviously is there. Um, they they've known each other their like whole life, so uh, I guess like communicating between them is easy. So they have found each other on the field eleven times to make a touchdown for Adam. Yeah, I think so. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh, a return guy Kimilinama, I would say, in the offensive side has been um, good addition to their offense. So I would say these three has made most of the impact on the offensive side. Yeah, I agree with those key players. Um, I'm glad that you said something about Kimmy because what he's done, he hasn't he, he missed that one game, but what he has really done this season is he's been their big play guy. He has, mm-hmm. I want to say he has 16 receptions and eight touchdowns. Is that right? Yeah. So when he catches the ball, he's pretty much scoring every other time he catches the ball. Yeah. And with him being able to be that big time guy, it's it's a matchup nightmare for a lot of teams because they don't know who to put their best defensive person on him or Adam. And yeah, it, and then there's Alexander, and then it's like it's like if you put your best one in here, there's two other guys who can do that, or three other guys who can do it. So that's why the Roosters are hard to de- defend because there's so many key players, there's so many weapons they have. I'm just going to say the names of the five guys who are key players for the Roosters on the defensive side. First guy on the name, Marcus Pearson, cornerback. Second guy, Vilja Lepinen, cornerback. Third guy, Curtis Slater, safety. Another guy, Nico Quick. I'm going to say Nico Quick because you know I can't pronounce the last name. And he plays nickelbacker slash safety. And the last guy, Kojo Davis, that uh, safety slash cornerback for those guys. The secondary, those are the best players on this team. That's what makes this team go is having that – the Roosters no-fly hen house. That's what I want to call it. Yeah, those guys make sure that there's no flying balls to their end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I have to say, like, Curtis Slater, year after year, is like – he's not the most tall – I'm sorry, Curtis. <laughs> oh, that's me. The tallest guy on the field, but – Damn, he is fast. And wearing that number two for Burnout Luster, shout out to that. Real classy guy, real class act. Yeah, and he just wants to have fun on the field. Like, he is that kind of guy. So just wanted to say that. But he, like, their defense is rocking it. And I would say compared to offense and defense, if there would be a weakness, it's somewhere in the, like, if there's a weakness in their team, I would say it's somewhere in their defense rather than offense. Yeah, that can be that can be said. Their their defensive line is not as as dominant as it's been in the past. It's still really good and probably one of the best in the league, but 
their secondary is like dominant and the rest of the defense is okay. I mean, they're, they're definitely really good, but when you're used to them being, you know, unstoppable and can't anybody do anything on them, it's a little bit different, but you can't pass on these guys. That's for damn sure. Yeah. So <clears throat> you heard it here. Maybe running is the option. Maybe. Points against the Roosters. <laughs> Maybe you want to run the ball a little bit. Yeah. I hope you're enjoying the show so far, but I have to take this time to give some of my listeners a much needed wake up call. It's 2018, people. If you're listening to this podcast from a link, you're doing it wrong. Just follow American Football in Finland on the Podbean app and get instant notifications when new episodes are published. If you're too lazy to use the Podbean app, that's okay. AFF is also on the iTunes podcast app. So just type in American Football in Finland and click the subscribe button. Don't forget to give me a five-star rating while you're at it. And Android users can subscribe on Google Play. It's 2018, people. Keep up. The next thing we're going to talk about with the Roosters is things that they need to do to continue winning and continue doing it in a dominant fashion. Most teams, we just want you to win. Roosters, we need you to win with authoritative response because right now you're playing against yourselves and the rest of Europe. Other people in other countries are looking at the Roosters and saying, are they really one of the top teams in Europe? So we need to come up with things that the Roosters need to do to continue looking ahead and shoulders better than everyone else in the Maple League. What are some things you think are keys for them to be more than successful but dominant for the rest of the season? To be a dominant um, on the second round or continue to be dominant in the league, I would say um, it's not going to be as dominant as it was the first round against all the team because now all the other teams have played against the Roosters. They know where their weaknesses are. Um, Saints and Steelers were the only ones who could kind of keep up at some point. They made a whole lot of mistakes themselves, so that is the one thing that they need to clean up. Um, but I'm I not expect the Roosters to be as dominant on the second round. I do expect them to win and make points, and um, they have all the keys to success. It's just not thinking too much of themselves or slack on at the games or um, and just like staying healthy. Because like we they've done so far points on the first half, they have had the chance to rest their key players on the second half and make sure they don't get injured. And I'm just saying like. They're not going to be, I hope they're not going to be as dominant on a second half as a spectator and as a football lover. Um, I want there to be close games, battles and stuff like that. But that means all the other five teams have to make strides coming second half. If not, then it's going to be a blowout season again and that ain't no fun for anyone. So, yeah, I don't think they have to do to do too much, um, but I don't think they're going to be as dominant on the second half. I was going to say keys to success. In Brandon, we trust. Just do whatever uh, Brandon does and y'all will be fine. Let that man do what he do. 
But like you said, like going into the second half of the season, I think the only way that the Roosters don't aren't as dominant as they were is if they decide to take their starters out too early and it could maybe mess up some stats. Guys don't get as much stats as they should because they're taking them out in the second quarter or taking them out at the beginning of the third quarter. And then the rest of the game is a little bit closer. Like this first round, like you said, like they're really dominant early. So two quarters was a good amount of work. But if they're not as dominant early, they're still going to be putting up 30, 35 points at halftime and taking out their starters. But maybe they don't score as often. Or maybe they don't have the ball as much. Maybe they don't make as many plays on defense that are exciting in that first half. And then they come out the game. And now you have a second half where, I mean, I'm looking at the stats right now. The third string running back for the Roosters, Alexander Curran, and he's one of the top leading rushers in the Maple League. He's a top 10 guy. Yeah. Just because he's been playing a lot because they don't I know. play Henry and, pa- and and Young Kari that much. So that's the only thing that I would kind of not like for the Roosters to do is uh, have too many backups going in so early that they're actually, you know, hindering their stats. I know it's not about the stats. You just want to get the win. But people like me, I like – You these- want the stats. Yeah, <laughs> I want them, but – it's hard to justify when I start talking about you guys to other people in different countries, and they're like, well, their stats are this and this. And I'm like, well, they're blowing the shot of people. Well, that's because they're not playing anybody. Hey, put your foot on the throat. I don't care. Brandon Connett, you can you can pass for 3,000 and rush for 1,000. I think you can do it. But y'all probably won't because, you know, you got to get the Ws and let everybody else play. But don't let the stats hurt too bad. That's all I'm asking. But that is also giving their second string, third string chances and giving them like playtime coming the situation if somebody gets hurt. These guys already have like plays under them and stuff like that. So instead of like not playing for the whole season and coming to the next season and they're like, why am I with the Roosters? I can't even play. So at least they're giving these young kids a playtime and that's how they develop these young like defensive backs and, and whatnots. Calm down. I'm not trying to say that what they're doing is wrong. <laughs> what they're doing is right. What I'm just saying is that if they do it too much, it'll make it look different than what the reality of it is. I think it's perfect what they're doing, but as a person who wants them to be a little bit more on the international stage, I don't want it to be too much of a, you know, well, we only play a quarter and a half of our starters. Also, that's not that great for the starters. Some of these guys want to play four quarters. They practice. They don't like these 88-21 games. Like they want it to be closed games that where they can actually battle it out and like be on the field for the four like four quarters. And it's not good good for the sport, not good for the players, not good for the team. So Yeah, there's no problem <laughs> with the Roosters. Everybody else needs to get better. That's what we were. Yeah. That is one thing is like yeah. these other teams has to be has to get more versatile. Like I know you got if you have a good running back or if you have amazing wide receivers, that doesn't matter if you can't do both. And roosters know it. They can they can defense on your passing or focus on your rushing and you're out of weapons. That's what the other teams should understand. It's like you have to be a versatile team, even if the other one is more dominant than the other. Without that, you're not gonna beat the roosters. You're not gonna make enough points. 
Okay, so now we're going to play a fun game because we were supposed to do, like, second-half expectations, but I think we all have the same expectations. They're going to the Maple Bowl. They're going to win the Maple Bowl. So I'm going to change Ah, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> you were, you put wording, words in my mouth. I never said they're going to win the Maple Bowl. I said they are going to be in the Maple Bowl. Um, I want the other teams. Like, I'm graving these other teams. To hold on, hold on, hold better. on. So what you're saying, I mean – I said they're going and they're going to win. You're saying they're going and they're not going to win? I didn't say they're not going to win, but I didn't say they're going to win. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so you're saying. I leave that open. I don't want to make that. I don't want to make that assumption now. Otherwise, like, why are we going to these games? Like, what's the point? For the fear factor. I want to say <laughs> they're going to win and then somebody beat them. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got to hide from social media. <laughs> yeah, well, you may say that. I don't want to say that. I don't want to make that assumption. I'm giving all these teams a chance. There's still half of the season left. And it just means, like, one thing that I've noticed in the past couple of seasons, the only time another team has been close to winning the Roosters is when they put pressure on Brandon. That is the key. I guess I didn't say that earlier in there. If you can put pressure on, like, Brandon – that is your only weapon, I would say. One of the only ones. I agree. Putting pressure on Brandon Connett would be the, the only way to really beat the Roosters. Yeah. Make- if you can beat Brandon, you may win the Roosters. That makes sense to me. Well, then, okay. If I'm, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, okay? What are your expectations for the second half for the Roosters? Second half of the Roosters, uh, like I said, I don't think they're going to be as dominant. I hope the other teams took their lessons from the first round, not just against the Roosters, but against everyone else, other teams as well. Um, But I think they're hard to beat. They are. We know that for like going seven up. Um, We know that there are not too many weaknesses. It's a powerhouse. It's very hard to stop. So I gave those little details and points that are the keys to make it like to winning the roosters but if anyone can do it i think it's going to be the saints or the steelers well damn you just turned this show into how to beat the roosters okay then <laughs> well <laughs> who can beat the roosters these are the things we have a well, that's the thing up. like there's not many things that can do that but if there is a couple of things those are those are the things and it's very hard because we all know it's going to be like just a waiting game when that happens. And it could be it's not this year. It could be it's not next year. We don't know. Whatever happens in the Roosters organization, they find a way to win. That is one of their keys as well is that they're they're able to adapt into whatever situation. They're like chameleons. They change their colors. <laughs> they stay red, but they change their colors in what they do, what they're good at and it can be just on a quarter to another or a game to another. I think I can I can say that, yeah, we want the Roosters in the second half expecting to win, but got to be honest, they're the kind of the New England Patriots of the league, and we, we don't wish them to lose, but we do wish that someone can play them more competitively. And we think in the second half that these teams in the Maple League are good enough to do that. Uh, yeah. The, I guess the real challenge to the Roosters, guys, if you're listening, is to prove us wrong. 
Yeah. Everybody out. Me personally, I want y'all to score 88 points every week against everybody. <laughs> I can say y'all are the number one team in Europe. But I understand if that's not how y'all want to go about it. But still, the way you do oh, it. There's going to be so much crying if they would do that. Like, if they would actually go 88 points every game, the league, like, all the fans, all the, like, out of the other teams, everybody would be, like, crying, like, how can you do that? Like, you know, you can't win. Like, you can win, but you can't win, if that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> A whole bunch of crybabies. That's what I'll call them. Tell you one, yeah. Roosters, if y'all score 88 points every game, every week, y'all hang out with me. I will never <laughs> cry. I promise. We go do some things. What's up? Are you enjoying the AFF podcast? Damn right you are. Well, let the world know you enjoy the show. Follow AFF on the Podbean app. Just head over to AmericanFootballFinland.Podbean.com and hit that follow button. You can also find the podcast by searching for American Football in Finland on the Podbean app. That's it for the Roosters uh, on this show. I think we did as good as you can do about the Roosters without sounding like you hate or love them. I feel like we Yeah, cuz that like I'm a football girl. I do this objectively um for TV. So I want it to be a good league. I want it to be competitive. I want these teams to have that thrive to be the number 1 and be and not just for one game to be like successful continuously. And, well, Roosters have done that, but I want there to be other teams. It's not fun for fans. It's not for the players. It's not fun for the coaches. I've heard they said this is not what they want. They don't want to travel six, seven hours with a bus and then beat 88-12 a team and then travel home. It's not fun. That's that's the real real issue is, like, people get mad at the Roosters. Yeah. You can't win. Get better, beat them. Exactly. Like, I don't understand why you feel. I don't. That's why I think if they can score eighty-eight points, score eighty-eight points. Don't hate the Roosters. Hate the fact that your team is not as good. Yeah, hate that and use that as motivation to get yeah. better. Yeah, build that team. Don't be that person that after a game you go home and you're like, oh fuck, I hate the Roosters. No, go back and be like, okay guys, this is what we have to do. Make extra practice, whatever it is. Make yourself better. You have to. Like raise your bar and not lower the roosters. All right, so that's it for the roosters. Now we're gonna do the final words portion of the show. This is where I like to give my guests an opportunity to use this platform to push whatever agenda they want, give any shout outs, say what's on their mind. So MK, tell the world what you want to say. You know how I'm gonna use this platform. I'm just gonna remind everyone that the top players in the Finnish league are playing in the European Championship end of July. So if you want to see these guys we talk about in this show, not the imports, but the Finnish one, to play against the best in Europe, come to Vanta 29th of July. And you'll see me in action and the guys in action. So see you there. That's it for American football in Finland. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Tune in next week and never forget T-I-F. American Football in Finland is now on iTunes. Please rate the show and subscribe today. If you really like the podcast, follow AFF on the Podbean app. Search American Football in Finland and hit that follow button. And for all you loyal AFF listeners, we are now accepting Podbean patrons. 
click become a patron on the AFF page and pledge your loyalty. Thanks for listening. American Football in Finland. <laughs>